Hello everyone and welcome to episode 1 on Come Talk Marvel with Dylan. Before we get into today's episode, I would like to give a quick shout out to Mr. Green, my music and media teacher at Cape Bond Middle School, who left me a quick message. And here it is. Hey Dylan, it's Mr. Green. I'm enjoying your Come Talk Marvel with Dylan podcast. And I thought I'd leave, uh, leave you a question that uh, hopefully you can answer in an upcoming episode. I'm a big fan of all the Marvel movies, and I'm currently enjoying WandaVision on Disney+. There's a rumor that we may see Reed Richards, uh, Mr. Fantastic, appear in an upcoming episode. And I wanted to know what your thoughts were on the Fantastic Four joining the MCU, and what you think the chances are of us actually seeing Reed Richards in WandaVision before the series ends. So look forward to hearing your answer in an upcoming episode. Thanks. Well, Mr. Green, thank you for the message. But um, I think that the chances are high of seeing Mr. Fantastic in the episode, one of the episodes, because um, we know how strong Scarlet Witch is now. And... It really has been crazy on what's been happening on that series, but I think that the pretty it's a pretty high chance of seeing Mr. Fantastic on one of the episodes. Well, thank you, Mr. Green, again for the message you have left me. Let's get back to the episode. Before we start again, make sure you have watched Captain America, The First Avenger, and keep in mind, I will not go through every single detail just the ones I thought were interesting and important. And that being said, let's get into today's episode, Captain America, The First Avenger. As you may know, the movie starts in the Arctic, where the shield of the soon-to-be Captain America is found. A few moments ahead, the settings of the place changes to Tonsberg, Norway in March 1942. By the way, the film takes in the year 1942. Um, two of the men died because they both knew about the Tesseract. Um, after they died, well, one of them died, um, we see Hydra soldiers and Schmidt, a.k.a. Red Skull, is first seen finding the Tesseract or the Space Stone, if you prefer to call it that way. After a few moments, we see Steve Rogers' first appearance in a military base sign-up post where he was declined to be a soldier for the war because of his conditions. He was small, he was weak, and he had asthma problems. Then Steve Rogers went to a film, but a man in the audience decided to be obnoxious and both of them went out for a little punching session. By the way, the unnamed man was doing more of the punching. Eventually, Steve was saved by his friend James Barnes, aka Bucky, who was recently accepted to be a soldier at, to fight for of the war. But a few scenes ahead, we see Steve Rogers in an exam test again, space where he meets Dr. Abraham Erskine gives him an opportunity to become a soldier and fight for his country. Then we see Schmidt again. And his little man, I mean literally 
little compared to him, scientist Dr. Aram Zola, who finally figured out how to contain and control the Tesseract's power for war purposes. But Mr. Schmidt says to change the world. After that, we finally see Agent Carter, otherwise known as Peggy who is at the military race to train the candidates. We also see Colonel Phillips. After a few moments, we see Peggy and Rogers in a car going to a science lab. And, um, well, that's where Steve got his glow up. I would say. Did I also mention that we also got to see Howard Stark, aka Tony Stark's future father? Then we see the whole car chase. That went well, didn't it? Then we see the interior of the Hydra base, kind of, not really, we just see the hallways. And of course, we see Schmidt kill the other three colonels because they didn't agree with him. Like, what is up with villains always betraying other villains? And then we see Colonel Phillips preparing to attack Hydra, but without Steve and another Colonel promoted Steve, but it's not what Steve had in mind, aka being a theater entertainer. And then was sent to a military base in Italy on November but the men in those days were always obnoxious but then he was inspired by um, the missing candidates that went off to the war including Bucky and then he decided to do a rescue mission. As soon as they got close to the Hydra base, by the way, they got there by plane, piloted by Howard Stark, and Peggy was there too. But, like in every movie, action movie, I would say, the main person jumps out the airplane. I mean, why can't they just wait for the plane to land? Like, is that overrated or something like that? Um, then we finally get to see Bucky again. Yay. And the war against the Hydra soldiers continues while Rogers gets to finally meet Schmidt. Again, Red School. And of course, after a few moments, Team Captain America comes back in one piece. Most of them anyways. And Steve was officially named captain of his own military team. And here comes the sad part. Bucky dies. (laughs) And Steve wanted to pass that sadness by getting drunk but because of the particles in his body he can't get drunk so it was mostly crying 
than um getting drunk and then boom the big and final battle comes and we all know how those go down eventually captain was outnumbered he didn't lose a war that was just part one of the war and then like every villain red school decided to flee as we know how that goes for every villain that decides to do that eventually red school died so we think and captain crashed and is we were thought to think that he was dead while on the other hand what seemed to be the united kingdom celebrates their victory they even named it v-day and steve rogers was eventually found and he woke up in a recovery room in new york city 70 years later but he still didn't know that yet of course him not knowing he ran outside and he tried to run far away but he met up in middle of the street with nick fury who eventually told him he was asleep for 70 years the movie ends there but if you skip to the cutscenes in the end um it tells you where the story will continue and it will continue in the avengers and we get to see a mini trailer of the movie and well that's how the movie ends now for my big speech well really small speech um i really think i really liked the movie to be honest it was pretty good but i one thing i really wish would have been for to for us to see the romance of peggy and rogers but since he crashed and was asleep for 70 years there wasn't much of that and bucky died or so we are thought to think um but that story is left for another episode and besides all that the movie was good i just wish we could have seen more of the romance between peggy and rogers um we definitely got to see lots of rogers backstory and how he became the superhero he is today in now films and otherwise thank you for coming to episode one on come talk marvel with dylan please stay tuned for episode two it's going to be about captain marvel make sure you watch captain marvel before you join me on episode two feel free to leave me messages and i will be sure to respond them on episode two thank you have a nice day and stay tuned for episode two